Test one, test two, test three, test four, test five. That's really hard to say fast. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Yeah, rough. Hey, did you know, I've been trying to tell this story for like 20 years now. Um, did you know there's a company that will turn your cremated ashes into a a reef at the bottom of the ocean? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Is it because you're begriefed? Eh? Begriefed? No. Huh. I, I honestly don't remember how I came upon this information, but it's this company called Eternal Reef. And they take your cremated ashes and they mix it in some kind of like eco-friendly cement. And they like mix it into a little ball and then they put that into what's called a reef ball. And then they'll drop that in the bottom of the ocean. And over time, are you Googling this as I talk to you? <laughs> well, I, I'm already going to get Google ads now for it. They hurt us. Um, but yeah, they'll drop that reef ball into the ocean. And over time, it just turns into a home for like creatures at the bottom of the ocean. So they turn you into <laughs> basically a bath bomb. Yeah. And drop you to the bottom of the ocean to become a hermit crab shell. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with this. Right? That's, I mean, that's pretty fucking metal. Yeah. Your body is basically at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's very uh, colors of the wind. Yes. Anyway, welcome to episode three, Eric. Thank you. Well, you welcome to episode three, Evelyn. Aggressive. Yeah. Thanks. Coming at me like that. Well, you know, I'm I'm high on coffee, and you know, life, friendship. Hmm. Yeah. Ready to record? Ready to do this thing? Let's do it. So, what you been up to? Um, I've been up to I've been up to a few things. I finished a couple things. Ooh. I yeah. So I watched the the Rosemary's Baby miniseries. Yeah. From twenty fourteen. I just finished that yesterday, I think. Um it was okay. Huh. Yeah. It was quite different from the movie. Um the casting was really great. How is it compared to the book? Oh, the book is fucking amazing. I love the book. Um, the miniseries was a little weird, though. Like, the casting was really great. Zoe Saldana played Rosemary. Um, she did a really good job. She brought that same kind of, like, fragile innocence to Rosemary that Mia Farrow did. But she also gave the character a backbone, which I thought was seriously missing in the original movie. One of our producers just came up. Yeah, she's she's checking our levels. Ollie, what are you doing? We're talking about Rosemary's Baby. She has no business being in this podcast. Um, but yeah, I thought she did a really great job with Rosemary. Um, uh, there were some changes that they made to the miniseries that I did really like and that I thought did kind of benefit the story some were choices um at one point it kind of turned into a detective story which kind of complicated things a little bit which i didn't really enjoy um so i mean overall it was it was okay it wasn't terrible by any means i don't really think it was necessary to make this mini series yeah um but yeah it was cool it was fine i also finished the first season of the twilight zone from 2020. Yeah, the Jordan Peele zone. Yeah, that shit was fucking phenomenal. I don't understand why I got so much hate when it first came out, which Man, I didn't know. Just get, people just get mad because it's not what they, it's not what they want it to be. 
Yeah. And I mean, I understand there are people out there that are like super attached to the original Twilight Zone and they don't ever want to see things they love remade for fear that it will be terrible because I can get like that sometimes. But um, yeah, this it was fucking phenomenal. Uh, they it was a really good balance of horror and sci-fi and they um, there was a lot of social commentary in it um, like they they covered stuff like racism and toxic masculinity and a bunch of all the other shit that's going on with the world right now it's very current sounds like yeah um, and the cast for the first season was so fucking stacked it was so good I kind of want to rewatch it it's pretty amazing well, they have the black and white version as well. Are you going to watch it that way? I kind of want to. I didn't actually realize that they converted all of the original episodes that were in color in black and white. So I kind of want to rewatch it in black and white to see what it's like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that first season was phenomenal. Um, I'm, I think I'm like four or five episodes into the second season. I'm really bummed that there's only two, but you know, you can do. But yeah, that was my time. What, what about are you going to do? You're going to complain about it. I'm going to complain. I'm going to go on Reddit. And I'm going to complain about hey, it. Jordan Peele, what are you doing? <laughs> Make another season, you jerk. It is my right as a horror fan. Just kidding. I'm not part of that toxic fandom. No. Um, what about you? You creeping on anything? Well, I crept on a little. <laughs> I, I watched a, a playthrough of a horror game, an indie horror game. And it's by the this uh, these two brothers who their develop uh, their game company is called Chilla's Art. Chillas? C-H-I-L-L-A apostrophe S art. Okay. So not like chinchillas? No. Okay. Um, so Chillas art. They specialize in making indie horror games that they produce and make themselves. So These two guys. They've been doing this for a while? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They so they the game I watched was called uh Closing Shift. And it's like an hour and a half to maybe two hours of actual game. But all their, like, they have a bundle right now on Steam. 15 games. All of them are $5 or less. Um, I think you can get also get it on itch.io. Um, I don't know any of these names you're telling me. These are all, like, indie game uh, channels for you to get these things. Okay. Um it's you play this woman who's working at a uh, coffee shop like a Starbucks and so part of the game is actually putting like doing what the like putting together orders like and you know there's a whiteboard in the back that has all the recipes on it and so you like get an order you have to make the drink put a sticker on it give to the customer but while you're doing this like your your manager's shitty to you he's like demeaning you and he's just like, oh, were you late all the time? Put your and he. This he, is he, a little too real. He and demands I don't you like put it. your cell phone in your locker. No texting. Don't want to hear about it. Um. So eventually, like this private eye comes in. It's like, hey, there's been, you know, reports of stalking lately. Make sure you know. Here's my numbers. Give me a call. And then slowly but sure, and then like asshole dudes come in, and like slowly but surely, you realize you're being stalked, and you don't know who they look like. So. Anyone who comes in as being weird, you're instantly like, who the fuck are you? What do you want? And But you're also trying to do your job. And like these girls come in and like they make their really complicated order and you're just like, oh, go sit down. And they go sit down and while you're waiting on someone else, you can see their text balloons and their text balloons are like, that guy in the parking lot is so weird. Did you see? Like I could hear him breathing. He was so, 
and you can like check the drive-through camera and at one point you check and there's a guy standing in the drive-through just like like just standing there and you go out to check and he's gone this sounds like it's just gonna heighten my paranoia it it it, it <laughs> is i don't like it so so it's so scary <laughs> it it kind of like minus the the barista stuff it just kind of sounds like my everyday life i just always assume everyone is suspicious around me if i don't know you you're you're suspect i don't know what you did or what you're gonna do but you're a suspect i'm not gonna spoil the ending but it is fucked up have you played it no i watched the playthrough oh doesn't that kind of spoil it when you watch i'm not gonna play play these games i'd rather just watch someone else play it and then (laughs) that's fair yeah that yeah that sounds like it would fuck me up i don't like that (laughs) yeah uh i'll tell you the ending after we record so okay so uh and you can check out all these games on Steam, but I, I can only say that, like, even from watching it, it was super, super creepy. Wait, so what exactly is it's Steam? Steam? It's a it's like um, it's it's this app where like you everyone just like indie developers, uh, big game developers for your computer. They put all these uh, games up and you just buy them and download them. It's oh. like iTunes, but for games So like Steam dot com or. I mean, uh, there's the Steam app. There's the... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can Google it. Yeah. Cool. That sounds cool. So, the closing shift. I will not be checking this out. No? No. Fuck no. All right. Fair enough. I don't think it would scare me. It would just... It would fuck up my paranoia. It's literally like <laughs> the a uh, simulator for what it's like to be a woman just trying to do their job. Oh, God. It's already rough out here for us oh man i don't need that kind of definitely like trigger warnings that go with playing this game it's just because like you try to tell your manager about it and your manager says like oh who would stalk you really come on just it's it's all in your head ew i don't like that yeah it it sucks did they i did they make this to like are they like calling out these issues of like Men gaslighting women and people not believing. Yeah, it's like you, you're just trying to you, you like any way you try to fix it. No one, everyone's like, yeah. Uh, I don't like this. Yeah, it sucks. I won't be playing it's this. It's scary. <laughs> but he does, they have other games as well. You can check out. Yeah, I don't know I, how they are, but I think I might. I'm, I'm not really a huge gamer, but I remember you showed me this trailer for a game a couple weeks ago. Um, what is it like, The Quarry or something? It it was basically like yeah. a, a bunch of kids at a summer camp. They're classic being slasher by, style yeah I'm, I'm all about that weird got, cg uh david arquette yeah oh god it's so weird um yeah i'm not a huge gamer but i i'm curious about that one so i wouldn't mind trying some horror games mm. yeah you'll you'll hear from me next next episode maybe maybe oh. maybe we'll see anyway you want to jump into survive. the oh god no one's gonna believe me um but yeah let's Let's just hop into this episode. Let's do it, bruv. Oh, God. Here we go. No, that's the end. That's all I'm going to (laughs) do. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. Uh, So this week we watched Attack the Block. Sure did. Yeah, from 2011. So I'm going to give you a quick, uh, quick synopsis and then we'll just jump right in. Let's do it. All right. Attack the Block follows an unlucky young woman and a gang of tough inner city kids who make an unlikely alliance to try to defend their turf against an invasion of savage alien creatures turning a South London apartment complex into an intergalactic war zone. I didn't put any punctuation, and that's just like one long sentence. That's a really long sentence. <laughs> Some would say a run-on sentence, but not me. Well, I'm not a writer. Yeah, I respect your use of sentences. Thank you. I like to make my point. Anyway, um, 
you've seen this before, yes? Yeah. Yeah. What was your, do you remember your initial thought when you first saw this movie? I just like the style of it. I, it felt really, the energy was so like, it was good energy. I was really into British uh, and English uh, movies at the time, especially because I think Shaun of the Dead, I had just seen Shaun of the Dead for the first time. And so uh, it was just years of like, anytime like a, a British movie, like 27 uh, days or 28 days later. 27 days 27 later. 27 <laughs> days is the Sandra Bullock movie where she figured it all out. 28 days later. <laughs> on the on the, on the the last, the day after she got out of rehab, that's when the it zombie was, invasion started. It was a tough day. It was a tough day. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm sober. Fuck. Uh, 28 days later. Um, any sort of like on the indie side uh, of those kind of movies I was watching. And... It featured a young John Boyega. Didn't know who he would become. This was actually his his debut as mm-hmm. an actor. He found this role online, like an ad. They were just looking for actors. Well, yeah. Apparently, they just auditioned a bunch of kids like that were in some kind of performing arts school. Like they just they just went in, auditioned a bunch of kids, and cast them, and that was it. The amount of research, though, that this guy did before while, while writing the script, like things just sound natural. Yeah. I think there was one where he asked one of the girls, like, if you saw an alien like this, what would you think? And they were like, I wouldn't want to touch it because I wouldn't want to get chlamydia. Gross. And they put it in the movie. <laughs> Fair. Um, well, yeah, this was also based off of an event, an unfortunate event where the director was actually mugged when he was younger. Um, so it's kind of loosely parts of this are loosely based around that um but he also went around to i i don't remember the actual name for these little kind of neighborhoods but that's what their um like their quote-unquote block is um is kind of centered around there's a specific name for it but there's like these little communities where um people live there's like huge apartment complexes but then there's also like schools and shopping centers and stuff like all within the same kind of i don't want to say compound because it sounds like a cult thing <laughs> um it's like a complex there's like the yeah living a area shopping area yeah um so the the director joe cornish i believe his name is he actually went around to like small towns in south london and talked to kids and he was like hey so if you were in the middle of an alien invasion what kind of weapons would you use and like that's how he got the inspiration for a lot of his a lot of the stuff in this movie. Also, like he did the actual legwork. It's fucking dope. I love the like kid logic of everything. Like if I was an adult and I was an attacked by an alien that I had to kill, that just killed my dog, and I my reaction would be like, I need to call the police. Blah blah blah. They were like, look at this thing we just killed. We're gonna make it a trophy. We're gonna show everybody and the people they show the kids they show are like oh that's awesome what the fuck is that gross listen if if my dog was killed during an alien invasion i would mourn i would fall to pieces where i stand and i don't think i'd be able to get up these kids were on 10 the whole time yeah they they were just ready to fight they didn't know what these things were (laughs) they didn't know how powerful they were or what they could do they were just they were in it like, yeah it, let's go fuck these aliens <laughs> does it necessarily say this takes place on bonfire night um it takes place on guy fox night yeah yeah is that the same thing it is oh i didn't know that i think it is i don't even what is guy fox night exactly i don't even know what that is um it's to like 
I believe it's in it's in remembrance of uh, the Guy Fox was a um, for lack of a better he was a political terrorist who tried to blow up Parliament. Oh, uh, in protest of something. That's why in V for Vendetta, he has the Guy Fox mask. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> well, it's in the comic book. Yeah. Uh, before you say anything, people out there. I've never read the comic either. <laughs> um, and so it, people like neighborhoods and such build bonfires uh, oh, okay. on that night. Yeah, it, it takes place on Guy Fox night. That's why there were like fireworks everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually had to read that online. I don't think they ever actually said anything about it in the movie. But yeah, it, it doesn't really have any specific purpose in the movie. It it was just that day, I guess. I guess they, what's her name in this movie? Uh, the Doctor. Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> the Doctor. She is like almost barely in this movie. Yeah, I hate her character in this movie. She's, she's a B word. <laughs> <laughs> like I know she gets mugged. Yeah. And that's a scary circumstance no matter who you are. Yeah, 1000%. And like at the at the very beginning of this movie, even watching it now, I'm like, "Man, fuck these kids." That was literally my first note was, "Fuck these kids." They literally just don't they don't have any other options. And especially when he starts like um when we meet the main uh drug dealer who Hi-hat? Hi-hat, yeah. Hi-top? I think it was Hi-hat. Yeah. <laughs> he gives him the uh he wants him to start selling like Coke. Yeah, I that scene was it was kind of heartbreaking because you could see in Moses's 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 you can you could see, tell like in his facial expressions that he didn't really want to do that, but it kind of seemed like he didn't have a choice. But when he did, when he did get that like validation, yeah. He was like so happy. He was like, oh, yeah, I, was, I mean, I did it. We're, we're jumping ahead a lot, but yeah. yeah. Let's go back a little bit. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Jodie Whittaker, Doctor Who. Who is that? First person we meet. Walking home to her uh, apartment is mugged by a group of kids. Hooligans. Hooligans. <laughs> um, during the mugging, something crash lands onto a car near them and like takes off. She escapes. They uh, take off after it, don't they? Or they go to get their stuff to go chase after it. Uh, yeah. He. So the the thing lands on the car. They go up to see what it is. Which first mistake? What the fuck are you doing? Um, and then it. I believe it attacks Moses and like scratches his face. Oh, it does. Yeah. And then it runs away. And they they just go chase after it because why the fuck not? Seriously. <laughs> I mean that's that's the kind of like little rascals kid not like the let's go get it <laughs> shenanigans. These are real adult I'm shenanigans. I'm on so much sugar. <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down. I know you guys just mug someone and you're full of adrenaline, but no, this is not the way. <laughs> um, so we meet our our cast of villains. Our ragtag our ragtag group. Hooligans. I um. So yeah, they they end. I don't remember anyone's name honestly. Moses um, is John Boyega. Yeah. Well, I remember Moses. Pest is the one. He's like the white kid with the. Uh, he's the one that like got his leg bitten or something. Yeah. Later yeah, he gets on. his leg bitten later on. Yeah. Uh, Jerome is the one with glasses. I don't remember. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis is the one who owns Pogo. Oh, Pogo. R.I.P. Pogo. R.I.P. Pogo. Mm. 
And uh, I believe Biggs is the one who ends up in the dumpster for most of the movie. Yes. And who were the two little kids? Mayhem and... And Probs. Mayhem and Probs. Oh, the two stars. <laughs> they were my favorite. They were amazing. Um, but yeah, so they, they chased this alien into this little shack and... Well, first they go get their weapons. <gasps> yes. Oh, they weapon up. This was a this was a great scene. Wait, no. Yeah. Yeah, they, they go to they go to weapon up, but then every like you you get to follow them as they make their way down the stairs to different uh to all their apartments. You get to mm-hmm. like they, as they run in and grab stuff, you're like, Oh hey, yeah, grandma, like they, how's it going? They all live in the same complex, right? Right. That's okay. the block. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was so freaking cool the way we were just moving through that complex in everyone's apartment and like they were grabbing like samurai swords and this yeah, one kid had like a machete. Bat, machete, yeah. <laughs> like rusted, rusted Chilling. knife. Yeah. And then as soon as you get to Moses though, door shuts. You don't get that. Hmm, Moses. That was, that was one of my favorite parts of like, that's one of my favorite little storytelling things of like, here's what you need to know about everyone's family. And then Moses is like so guarded. It's just like, even we as viewers don't get to see who he is. Yeah. God, I love Moses so much. Um, they so they take off. They're on mopeds. They're on bikes. They're chasing this creature. Um, poor Pogo didn't even want to be there. I will say, baby, he because uh, the kid's stupid dad. Well, I guess it was his He's dad. Like, take your know. dog out for a walk. Yeah, making him take the dog out. I'm like, no, I'm busy chasing aliens. I'll be back, father. God, Pogo could have been saved. I'm so upset. I'm still upset. Yeah, when he chases after, like the the, I think it's at this point where you see. Do you see his the the face at this point, or is that later on when they when the when the other ones come? Um, no. So we see. So Pogo chases after the alien because the alien is just like chilling on the playground, um, and then we hear we hear the alien eat Pogo. I guess Pogo's gone, um, and then the alien slowly like kind of crawls into the shop but we don't see the actual like the actual alien or the silhouette or anything we just see glowing and they it, throw a firework into the shack and we get to see it for like a second mm-hmm. um but th- this particular scene where they they run into the shack which is so tiny i don't understand how they all fit in there <laughs> i like he's like i've got this he runs and he's like help me help me oh god <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they run in and they kill the alien and then they, they drag the alien out and they're all like cheering and like pointing their weapons up to the sky. This particular shot, like the camera pulls back and it's just like a shot of like the sky. It's like this purplish bluish kind of color. Oh, chef's kiss. Such a wonderful shot. And that's when they I meet the it. ladies outside and we get the, the amazing, I don't want to get chlamydia line. <laughs> These women are so fucking funny. They don't give a shit about this thing this alien that is very clearly not from this earth it, none of these kids do for that matter like they're they're just super chill about the fact that aliens are invading but these girls are just like they're not even freaking out they're just like oh get that away from me yeah <laughs> it's amazing like gross <laughs> um so then they decide to hide it in the grow room uh of their pot dealer but we also get to meet luke treadway's character uh Bruis. Brules, not Bruce. Brules. That's the white guy, right? That's always in the wrong place at the wrong yeah, time. Yeah, the constantly terrified of everything guy. He is. I don't even think he really serves a purpose until like the very end. Um, but he is literally always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. It sucks for him. 
that's where we meet hi-hats that's where um they so they store the body of the of the alien in the grow room of the de- of the pot dealer everyone's getting stoned i can't believe how much stuff they got accomplished in this movie while so fucking baked or do you think they were really smoking no 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 not in real life but like oh the okay the characters yeah, yeah. it's like wait how do you know <laughs> oh weed is so illegal there is it really oh yeah that sucks um so they're all stoned and then they see all the other creatures kind of crash landing and that's when they decide to go after them shit's hitting the fan meanwhile doctor who's snitching man she is such a snitch <sighs> called the cops the cops now here's what i don't so i i'm i am a southern lawyer i don't <laughs> tend to I specialize in bird law i do not <laughs> Uh, pretend to know the extent of the uh, English police system. But they bring her along in a van so that she can I like identify the perpetrator while they're picking them up and putting them in the same the van. The same van, yeah. Just escorting her out the side before they go into the back. I'm like, yeah, I don't, it makes no sense. That, that just seems like recipe for disaster. Yeah, it's it's reckless. It is <laughs> reckless. And also, like, I I understand, again, I, I get that she was mugged and she's a little fucked up about it, but she is such, and like, I understand maybe she she wants justice or whatever. It's a fucking mugging. Um, but the way she is snitching on these people is like third grade snitching. Yeah. Like, teacher, he pulled my hair. Yeah. She's so irritating. <laughs> I don't like her. So the gang... The group of kids, our heroes, make it to the uh, park. And that's where we see the, like, oh, look at their glowing eyes. Those aren't eyes. And the teeth on these things is, and the way they move, like, like gorillas, is just horrifying. Fun fact. Uh, these creatures, it was actually just two guys in gorilla-like suits. And they had, um, like, animatronic jaws attached and yeah it was basically just these two guys on all fours like running through all the shots and then they added all the other stuff in post like the glowing teeth and that's the pretty cool jet black i love skin how you cannot fur. see what they look like yeah it's it's kind of horrifying yeah and they had like 37 layers of teeth yeah it's kind of gross it's like shark's teeth yeah dope so they go after them and they try to fight them only to realize this is a terrible idea. And <laughs> now. they run quickly away. And on Ugh. the way out is when they get picked up by the police. Oh, God. Um, they pick up Moses, handcuffs, back of the squ- uh, squad car. But in the process of picking up Moses, th- they it's it's always like they keep seeing like... That's when they see like the, the creatures in the background like jumping down, like hunting them. Creeping. And when that first one grabs that cop and just like, just dead, just instantly <laughs> gored to death. Uh, I was like, oh shit, he's kicking up. Go. Um, so then we have, the they end up stealing the cop truck. They are trying to get away. John Boyega is still handcuffed in the back. Jodie Whittaker is... Terrified. So terrified. <laughs> I mean, I'd be terrified. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dennis is one of the... He is so chill about everything. Remind me which one is Dennis? He's the so Pogo's uh, owner. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, He's just like, yeah, it's what we do. <laughs> oh. 
Um, <laughs> so they they are in a getaway chase, and I think this is one that this is the time when Biggs gets separated because he tries to parkour away. <laughs> yeah, he ends up having to hide in a trash can. Yeah, for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, they when they were being chased right before this when they were being chased by the monster, they had to kind of split up, and he tried to like jump over a railing and onto a different set of steps and he just couldn't make it so he had to he had to jump into a dumpster and that's basically where he sat for the whole movie poor guy <laughs> um they're in their getaway and they crash into hi-hat Motherfucker. hi-hat is one of the most unhinged villains especially later on there's some amazing imagery later on of oh my Hi-Hat. god yes the elevator oh beautiful but so hi hat is like I'm gonna kill these kids. I don't give a fuck. These children. And his his guy is like, no, no, no. There's something weird going on. And then he gets eaten by one of those what was it called like gorilla ape mother dog motherfuckers. Something like that. So hi hat no, it's losing his mind. The kid the the kids make their escape. Um, and I believe at this point. They have to make it back to the block, right? Now, there's my memory's a little fuzzy on what happens after the hi hat escape. Um, so they they make their way back to the block. Um, once they all get there, um, I forget his. I'm gonna keep forgetting these kids' names. Um, they all make it there except for the one kid, the white kid or whatever. Um, he he just makes it in past. Pest. He just makes it into the door, and the Thing alien grabs ends him. up. That's right. Yeah, the alien ends up. Um, does he scratch his leg or bite? He his bites leg? his leg. He bites he his leg. Pulls, pulls him out. Yeah, but they they get him. And then uh, they have to like they then they realize that oh Jodie Whittaker lives in this building. Hi, bitch. We're coming. And she's a nurse. Lucky. And so she like they break into her apartment, and she's very much like, what the fuck? At this point, why? Who cares? I, <laughs> I survival. So they break into her apartment and she, they have to kind of convince her what's going on. I love that joke. She's like, get the fuck out of my apartment. And Pest is like, you curse a lot. You have really, you got a really bad problem with that. (laughs) Can you calm down, please? Um, Meanwhile, we get the really great little side story of the two little kids Mayhem and probs. With their like squirt, their water guns. I love them so much. And they so ha- drop that line of like, yeah, but it's not water, is it? And then we realize that they have loaded it with gasoline. And they straight up set one on fire. Fuck it. So cool. These kids have uh, gumption. Is that oh, the yeah. right word? <laughs> real, real huge amounts of gumption. Love them. <laughs> so Jodie Whittaker is now roped up in everything. And they decide to go to the girl's place. The, the girl who has obviously has a crush on Moses. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, they they convince uh, Jodie Whittaker. What is her character's name? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Um, but, yeah, they, they finally convince her to uh, fix their friend Pest. And she wraps him up and he's good to go. Well, they are. Kind of. Tra- <laughs> Meanwhile, Hi-Hat is like, he arrives at the block. And he is already just like. He's worked up. He has got these guys <laughs> to give him more guns. They are just like, so you might want to just not. And he's like, oh, I'm going to. Hey, hey, hi hat. 
can you just can you walk it back a little bit? I know you just seem buddy? to really be talking openly about murdering kids. You seem a little stressed. Can we maybe do some breathing exercises? Yes, just, just do a little mas. Okay. You got this. We got it. No. <laughs> so, oh, and also, uh, um, what I say his name was Brules. Yeah, something like that. He is on his way. He's leaving for the night. And then he realizes <laughs> that it was his dad's car that the first alien crashed into at the beginning. I, I loved this particular moment because he was just walking down the street with his headphones in. He was whistling along to his song. And then he sees that the car is just wrecked. And once again, wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> yeah, just his entire life just crumbles. Yeah. Also, super stoned. Oh, my God. So he calls uh, Nick Frost. Our buddy who owns, who's the dealer. Love Nick Frost. And he decides to hide at his apartment. So it's like 10 people who know about these things at this point. But they go to hide at the girl's house because they have a protective gate in front of their door. They're trying to explain what's going on. Everyone's just kind of hanging out and like relaxing, just waiting for it to kind of solve itself, I guess. <laughs> Which, if we're being honest, that's that's... That might be what I, I would do as well. I mean... I'm just going to let everyone else figure it out. <laughs> and that's when the movie truly kicks off is when they... All the... I believe at that point, all of the... Uh, all the aliens are outside. Mm-hmm. They break in. Oh, God. Dennis has taken this like gun away from the kids. And he's like, you'll need that. Tries to fire. It turns out it's a toy. And he is promptly just destroyed by these aliens and moses tries to do something and he just he's terrified yeah and like one of them is beating one of the aliens with a hockey stick i believe uh one of the women is killing the fuck out of another alien with uh with a a skate an ice skate Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's fucking amazing it's just complete chaos Dennis gets his head ripped off and thrown across the room (laughs) sorry and yeah, so he is straight up dead. So they all decide to get out. Well, and uh, Moses finally just kind of snaps out of whatever trance he's in, and he takes the sword, and he uh, doesn't he like go to like swing his arm up, and it gets stuck in like the sword gets stuck in the wall or something. Yes, and then he's it. It looks like he's about to die, but then of course Jodie Whittaker comes and saves the day. Sure does. Womp womp. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Hi-Hat's making his way through with his gang. And then, I believe, isn't it, don't they get trapped in the elevator when it happens? Mm-hmm. So they get trapped in the elevator with one of those things. And we don't get to see what's going on until the door opens because our um, nerdy <laughs> white guy is just kind of sitting there waiting for the door to open. As soon as the door opens, one of the most, not classically beautiful, but beautifully shot moments of this movie is just hi-hat standing there covered in blood covered in blood there's blood all over the walls in the elevator isn't there like smoke coming out of the elevator too yeah because he i I would assume from his gun yeah and there's just (laughs) body parts everywhere and he's just like better wait for the next one love it um and doesn't hi-hat does he confront them in the girl's apartment or is it in uh i thought it was in the hallway I could be wrong. I think, well, I think he confronts Moses. Oh. In the girl's apartment. That's when they all oh, surround mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's in it's in Moses' apartment. Is it? It's at the very end of the movie. So, uh, 
Oh no 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 no! It was in it was in the girls' apartment because um, didn't one of the the aliens like come in from outside from the window and grab him? Well, they they come in and they sur- and they just like all devour him. And we get to see that moment of his like nose getting ripped off his face. Yum. <laughs> um. So the girls escape. The guys decide to like we're gonna we're gonna protect our block. So they go up to uh, the dealer's place to kind of like regroup <laughs> in the penthouse. And that is when I believe that's when the SWAT arrives and they start like tear gassing the place. Yes. They have no idea what's going on. No one can see anything. And then Typical. Jerome gets killed. Like these kids are, are they're losing kids left and right yeah. in this movie. And if you're going to have a horror movie and you do like, you killing dogs and you're killing kids. That's, I mean, that's a real horror movie. Gut punch. <laughs> uh, finally get to Nick Frost's place. And that's when they kind of learn. And all the while they've been dropping hints that the, um, that the rich kid like knows stuff about science well the, there was there was a really quick shot earlier like way early in the movie where oh, no, he's no. just now I remember what happens they don't kill hi-hat in the uh girl's room he tries to go into nick frost room he's like no 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 you're good you're good don't come in he's like what are you talking about he goes in and hi-hat's there mm, it's all coming back to me it's all coming back it's, it's all, all coming, coming back, back to me now, now. They, hi-hat gets wrecked. They all escape into the grow room. And that's when they realize that the first one they killed was a female. And they've just been covered in like mating scent. Pheromones. All the, all the pheromones. Yeah. So um, because Moses was the one to actually go in and kill it, he was just covered in pheromones. So the aliens were following fucking moses the whole time the entire time like holy shit you and the whole thing about like because when the girls like were like you did this like you, if you had not killed something like he it's him like being face face like oh like these things do have consequences like you killed something for fun you didn't have to kill it character it was scared you killed it because you're angry and now you have to deal with the consequences he decided to step up and handle it yeah he fucking handled it and he tells jody whitaker here's the plan I want you to go to my apartment. Here's the things you need to do. Like turn on, turn on all the gas, do this, that, and the other thing. And this will finally get to learn who Moses is. Man, my hero. And he's like, who do you live with? I live with my uncle. Is he there? Sometimes. And then she goes to his bedroom. Does he have like a race car bed? It's, it's not a race car bed. It's, but it's clearly a bed from when he was like seven years old. He's like, how old are you? I'm 15. He is 15 years old. He's a grown-ass 15-year-old. That, that's what I was saying. Like, I when I first watched this movie, I was like, that dude's like maybe 18, 19 years old. <laughs> 15-year-old kid. Nah. He's like, you, you look older. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, the, this is kind of when we realized that Moses has had it a little tough growing up. Yeah. Um, which would kind of makes sense as to why he always seems so guarded throughout the entire movie and he didn't really talk a lot but he he did a lot like he let his actions speak for him which yeah. i thought was really great as far as a character trait goes um but then once again he lets his actions speak for him because he He's he handles decide. the situation yeah <laughs> which includes strapping the dead body onto his back and just the body of the alien booking it to that apartment 
this this entire sequence i did it actually happen in slow motion or was i just watching it in slow it was motion? in slow like, motion okay because <laughs> remember he jumps and the thing on his back doesn't quite jump with him and it just goes up and it hits the roof and i was like that's funny I like well, that. it was it was so epic because you see him put this backpack on and this alien is strapped to the backpack and then you just see him slowly walk out into the hallway and then he just like starts into a run and these aliens start chasing him and he's jumping over shit and it's this is the scene from the sandlot where benny the jet rodriguez <laughs> was chased by the beast he took on the beast he took on the beast it's a ugh, it's classic yeah he um so yeah he's running through the block with this alien on his back um he goes into he runs into his apartment which is filling up with gas at this point um does he just like light a match or didn't he have fireworks. fireworks or something? He yeah, he shoots the fireworks, jumps out the window. And by this point, the police are like, something's going on. Yeah. So they're all, I mean, we have officers dead. And so they're all gathered out around the building. And you see the explosion happen. And there is Moses hanging by the Union Jack flag. Oh, God. Uh, it was, it was pretty epic. If this, it was almost like an American action movie, like with the American flag. It was Die Hard. (laughs) That was exactly what it was. And the police just start arresting them all. Yeah, this this very last scene where they're getting arrested, it it really hurt because they 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 arrested again. I don't remember the names, but they arrested Moses. They arrested Mm -hmm. um, was it Pest? Uh, yeah, they arrested Pest. They arrested uh, Nick, Frost Nick Frost and the other guy. And the rich kid. So they, they arrested three white guys and Moses, yep. who is the black man. Yep. And when they're bringing them out, the the three white guys that they're arresting, they're like, you can't do this to me. We didn't do anything. They're putting up a fight. And Moses is just walking out, just calm, quiet. Like, yeah. like, he, like you can kind of see on his face, like this is what he deals with yeah. all the time. Like this is how the police are. And that hurt so fucking bad. And when I he, hated it. But then you just hear everyone outside like, is like, no, he didn't do anything. He's a hero. Uh, oh, yeah. Finally, start, Jody Whittaker shows yeah, Jody up. Yeah, Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, those are my neighbors. And they, they were, saved me. Yeah. Everyone's chanting Moses, Moses, Moses. And they're in the back of the squad car. And he's just, he's, and he's still just kind of dead. And then you pass, goes like, dude, do you hear that? And that's when he finally like, oh, shit, I'm a hero. Yeah, we hear them chanting, Moses, Moses. And then he just looks up and he smiles. And that's the end of the movie. So good. I loved it. Ugh. Fuck. Attack the block. You gotta love it. Ugh. This movie's incredible. How Everyone many, watch it. How many... How many alien corpses out of five? Yes, how many alien corpses out of five would you give it? Five. Easy fucking peasy. Easy fucking peasy. Easy fucking. Peasy. Oh, I enjoy, I love this movie. So I'll give it five too. It's this this movie was it. There was not one second of this movie that wasn't like there was a purpose for every single minute of this movie. The pacing was so good too. Like from the very beginning. Oh, it moves. Yeah, and there were all of the sequences in like when they were actually inside the block. It reminded me a lot of. Uh, that action movie that we watched a really long time ago that took place inside the one building. It was like the SWAT team. Oh, The Raid. The Raid, yeah. It reminded me a lot of The Raid, and I thought that was so fucking dope. 
Um, John Boyega is amazing as Moses. And it, this was his first movie. His first fucking movie. Finn. Yes. Yeah. Five out of five. Easy. What about you? Uh, yeah, definitely five out of five. If, if only, you know, and the old ratings, it's the, that's why I don't really like ratings is because the idea of like a five out of five would insinuate that this is a technically like they made a perfect movie which it's all about enjoyability for me like this is a five out of five i love watching it i love talking about it i love referencing it yeah well yeah i mean whenever i quote unquote rate movies i don't usually like i i usually just rate them on how the movie makes me feel yeah like if even if it is a like a really cheesy movie that does not make sense if i enjoyed it and i would i could see myself watching it over and over again i'm gonna give it five stars yeah i don't don't care if the story has i don't know continuity issues or whatever it's if i had a good time i'm gonna give it five stars now let's talk about the continuity problems (laughs) there this this movie in particular though i do think it was perfect i'm gonna say it right here right now what else has he made um i don't know uh joe cornish yeah I didn't actually go into his filmography. I didn't want to go too deep into that. because I, don't I really feel care. like this is like his first movie he made. It was his first movie. And then I, I remember looking at some of his other movies and being like, eh. Yeah, this was his and John Boyega's film debut. No, they did it. They did it. And we got a sequel coming. Oh, Boyega. <laughs> oh, Boyega. There's a sequel. Is there anything been released about it? No. Um, As of... Uh, January, I believe, of this year. Um, the only updates we have is that Joe Cornish and John Boyega are both confirmed. Okay. Um, but there has not been any other cast announced. Um, I believe they're still working on the script, too. So I doubt we'll get this at any point this year. Um, maybe in 2023. Here's my, here's my pitch. <laughs> Let's hear it. John Boyega, Moses, is on probation because no one's going to believe an alien attack. So he's been on probation for a while. He's just trying to live a normal life. And the aliens, this is now this is a lot like my pitch for uh Dead Alive 2. Dead or Alive? I just love it it, I love a Dead, <laughs> dead Alive. Yeah, yeah, Dead Alive. <laughs> I I love a sequel movie that just takes place like afterwards and it, you know, you think something amazing like something amazing would have happened to this character, but really they're just kind of trying to live a normal life and then just it just keeps happening to them yeah well it'll be interesting i mean clearly this movie is not going to take place shortly after because john boyega is grown as fuck yeah he he a man now yeah (laughs) i you know i and i was like oh man are they gonna bring back a lot of the original kids but you know four out of five of them are all dead (laughs) not in real life but in the film i mean i would hope so because i don't think a lot of them are doing it's only past that like but the characters are not alive Oh, no, no, no. I know. But like the ones that did survive, I don't think a lot of them are doing much right now, like acting wise, except for maybe Jodie Whittaker. Is she still the doctor? Yeah, I think she's wrapping up her (laughs) her tenure. Yeah. Um, Her David tenure. Damn it. So, I mean, I hope they bring most of the original cast back. Like they have the original director and Moses. Just do it. Let's let's get the band back together, guys. Stop being cowards. Come on. I dare you. Or maybe this will be the twist. 
They are now a team of alien killers. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, this is the this is the movie. Oh, I don't want this. Yes. <laughs> no. All right. Well, that was Attack the Block. That was. What are we watching next week? Next week, in the same vein of Attack the Block, we're talking youth and rebellion. We are talking body horror. Oh god. We're talking about animation. We're talking about. Akira. Hey. Neo Tokyo is about to explode. <laughs> I'm really excited. I've never seen this. This is also a manga. It is a manga. And we'll get into more information. This is really cool facts about this that we'll get into when we talk about Ooh, it. I'm excited. But the movie next week is going to be Akira. I'm so excited. Yeah. Also, um, if you guys did not know, we are switching from bi-weekly to weekly episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, because having a week in between episodes is just too much downtime for me. So yeah, weekly episodes. So get ready to tune in and watch Akira with us next week. In the meantime, my name is Eric. I'm Evelyn. We'll see you later. Bye. Keep creeping. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms and feel free to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter at Lucid Screams Pod and Instagram at Lucid Screams underscore pod. And you can also send us an email at lucidscreamspod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.